Buenta Vista, episode 145. Um, I am Andrew, and I'm the captain of a large pirate ship that we are all aboard. Soothing ocean sounds. Uh, frankly, not that much to do. Um, but over here is my first mate and good friend, Ben. Hello, Ben. Uh, me hearty. Uh, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a ship guy. Classic ship guy. <laughs> I've got salt all over me and I'm damp. <sighs> kind of sucks on this pirate ship, hey? <laughs> Fucking nothing to do. Hey, uh, hobbling <laughs> up. <laughs> hobbling up from below decks and absolutely racked with scurvy. Has not eaten uh, a fruit in many, many moons. It's Theo. How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm not doing so great. Now, as you may see, um, I am sweaty. Uh, my <laughs> hair is falling out in clumps. Um, my teeth are kind of loose in the gums. <laughs> so when I like when I touch them, they kind of wriggle about. Now, I know, I know you got this thing, this scurvy thing you believe. Uh, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> alternatively, you know, we were just in port two days ago. Uh, and I heard the new Fiona album, uh, Fiona Apple album. Uh, and since then, I've been sweating uncontrollably, very confused, kind of just walking around, bumping into things. So I'm not really sure which it is, scurvy or the Fiona around. Apple thing. It's that or it could be 5G. <laughs> or, or 5G, oh, uh, one of the greatest hazards on, this, on the seven seas. Well, that's part of the reason that we sail the seven seas is to stay clear of that shit. It's gross. Every time we dock, I see another tower and I'm like, turn it around. Turn it around. Let's get out of here. There's no time to stock up on fresh fruit and vegetables. We've got to get away from this no. 5G tower. <laughs> just just chuck a couple of sacks of rotten, rotten potatoes up here and we will get going. Oh no, diarrhea again. Must be the 5G. <laughs> get further out to sea. <laughs> Has that ship got a repeater on it? Let's take no chances. Well, when you get out there, then you're in 5G withdrawal. <laughs> True. <laughs> the come down's almost as bad. You actually kind of have to skirt exactly. You want yeah. a little bit, but not yeah, too much. You, you've got to kind of yeah. You got to wean yourself off. Go down to four G. Bit of LTE <laughs> on the way down. HSDPA. Uh, your CDMA, of course. G. Uh, those are all the ones I I know. One G. One. I yeah. 1G, what was one G? That was when we just talked to each other. There's that was no a cool one G. Grand. Oh. When there was society. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got a 1G for you. It's playing a game of catch with your son. <laughs> God damn. So here we are out in the ocean, but I hear a sound. I hear a mysterious sound in the distance emanating from those rocks. It's the siren song. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the siren wow. song. Is this doing Majestic mermaid. Sounds like I have seven titties. <laughs> <laughs> A sailor's delight. You're, uh, you're, A chav you're, siren. <laughs> <laughs> many, many smaller mermaids suckling at you. Oh, God. That's right. It's the queen of the mermaids, Lucy. Hello. Hi. Oh, uh, your hair looks great. Thank you. The, it's, the sea, it's the sea air. You know? I don't have any scurvy down here. Um, I don't. I don't have any. Uh, I don't have an Organs. ass, so I don't have diarrhea from the scurvy. <laughs> so. I'm really like living my best life down here. I can't have diarrhea or constipation. 
It's a real double-edged sword being a mermaid. You can never go on land, but you also can't shit yourself. (laughs) Never shit yourself. (laughs) I don't know. Have you ever seen a fish shit? Uh, it's, <laughs> it's pretty diarrhea. Yeah, I feel like the ocean has more. It's more the context that they exist in, where diarrhea no yeah. longer matters. You know, under the sea, it's uh, all liquid. So, I mean, what's the difference? Just a cloud, you know. So we're here out in the ocean. Uh, Lucy's looking great. See her, see her <laughs> hair, very good. Her skin looks wonderful. Her scales shining. Mm. Uh, her many mermaid children. <laughs> <laughs> Nuzzling at her seven titties. <laughs> I want to remind you, Lucy, that you said seven titties, not me. Didn't want anyone to be like suckling from them, but continue. Well, <laughs> swimming around them in a very interested <laughs> manner. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so much worse. Anyway. <laughs> oh, they've all got they've all got an eye on one, you know. Uh huh. But hark, I see something in the distance. Uh, land ho. Is that a that what they that what they say when they see the, the thing in the distance and land? Yep. Yeah, that's some real good nautical terminology there. Oh, uh-huh. Thank you, thank you, Ben. That's the highest praise coming from you. But enough about uh, one of your mothers. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you got to pick one now. Yeah, I, I don't want to pick. I don't. I don't know if anyone's mother is like. I don't know if anyone has any like mother issues. Well, or, you've started this. Doing. I'm just. I'm just trying to be chill about it. Someone's mother, though. She's a land yeah, hoe. That wasn't very chill at all. Um, cues my poor mother, Janet. She sounds like a land hoe. <laughs> whose who's mother lives the furthest from a body of water? I think it's how we decide this. Yeah, that's okay. certainly a land um, hoe. So, what's. What, uh, is it. Your your mother lives quite rurally, doesn't she, Ben? Yeah, I'm thinking about that now. Uh, I think that might be my own mother. Wow, Lucy, you really fucked up this time. (laughs) You've made a powerful enemy today. (laughs) Yep, Michelle, she's coming for you. Oh, no. (laughs) Anyone but Michelle. (laughs) Uh, Oh, but I see an island, an island called Durville. Uh Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Go on. Go on. And I believe, oh, I hear, well, once again, I hear a mysterious sound emanating from the landmass in the distance. Uh, Prick up your ears and see what it might be. Country roads, take me home to the place I belong, winter is Haunting. <laughs> a haunting melody plays from the island as we come closer. Uh, we step off the ship. We see a large sign. I step over to the sign and read it, and it says A joint media statement from Derville Island Stoat Eradication Charitable <laughs> Trust. Comma, Predator Free 2050 Limited, comma, Marlborough District Council, comma, and Rata Foundation. I <laughs> <laughs> just, God, wouldn't you love to give someone a business card that said <laughs> Derville Island Stoat Eradication Charitable Trust on it? Especially uh, when you point out 
on the business card where the acronym for that is dissect. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. The joint media statement on the sign says, uh, Derville Island is set to become stoat free. <laughs> <laughs> Set to become stoat-free after the signing of agreements between an island-based trust and funders this month. Hey, have you heard, uh, we're supposed to be stoat-free this month. (laughs) Stoat-free at last, stoat-free at last. (laughs) Everyone on the island's just opening up the stoat tracker. (laughs) Days without stoats, zero. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, I I don't know if you've noticed, I think there might be a bug in the new version of stoat tracker, I'm not... Oh. Seeing any stoats? Oh, you haven't heard the news? They were actually stoat free. We put the the uh, the eradication efforts in two weeks ago, and we're only just starting to see the dividends now <laughs> on the tracker. Uh, the oh. stoats you get rid of early are the stoats you don't have to deal with later. Mm-hmm. Now, what's a stoat? Because I I definitely I know what it is. I'm picturing I'm picturing a stoat right now, and I, I like what I see. So I, I think I'm I'm in a similar not understanding what a, a stoat is. Wow, I'm in like the no stoat someone boat. Someone read the Redwall books. Uh, as a yeah, child. That's, that's true. Um, so Lucy, let me ask you: Are you picturing like? I know vaguely what it's a rodent. I will a, say that a, it's a, a rodent, rattish, rattish type thing. But I don't know if it's a pleasant rodent or a it's sort of like a sort of like a weasel. Yeah, I'm picturing something okay. that's sort of halfway between a ferret and an otter. Okay. Well, then you'd be bang on the money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, delightful. Do I win uh, by the winner of this week's What Does a Stoat Look Like contest? <laughs> <sighs> What's the prize, Theo? What's oh. the prize he gets for that? I'm just, oh I'm just imagining, like, These because they don't have any stoats anymore. Just community knowledge of what stoats look like <laughs> fading away over generations. It's on like the a detective's island. drawing of a stoat. <laughs> this island used to have over a ninety-five percent stoat literacy rate. <laughs> and, uh, now, and of course, of course, over time, um, they they build, they become an urban legend. You know, uh, when people talk about what was it like in the before times. When we were menaced by well, stoats. first of all, there were more stoats. <laughs> well, I want you to think about stoats, the current amount um, of stoats we have. Each Double one, it. blood, blood red eyes, seven feet tall. You know, <laughs> these things are so fucking cute. I was picturing a more menacing, thicker animal. Uh, I was definitely picturing a thicker animal. This is a a very delicate creature uh, that looks like it would be a wonderful animal best friend. For a child in a, uh, a Pixar-type movie. To me, it kind of looks like the Timothy Chalamet of rodents. Oh, wow, yes. I'm looking like at one That's really sexy. Like, you want to have sex with it, but you know that it's, it's like, not cool. Yeah. Is that what there's you're saying? Also, yeah, there's also going to be a smell involved that you're not sure about. <laughs> yeah, much, <laughs> Sorry, much what did like you say t- that it, it's not cool to have sex with Timothy Chalamet? I don't know how old he is. He could be, he could be 12, he no, could be 40. Like 40 by I this don't know. point. He played uh, a king. He's going to be old. Yes, much like Timothy Chalamet, you want to have sex with it, but you know you're probably going to break it. Yep. <laughs> but most of all, you want to get in there before they're eliminated. <laughs> before there is, a, 
I, you know, I've actually heard that Derville Island is also Derville Island is also Timothy Chalamet free, <laughs> <laughs> and that did not cost them three million dollars. No, no. <clears throat> so to continue on with this uh, this joint media statement, uh, Derville Island Stoke Eradication Charitable <laughs> Trust dissect co-chair. Oliver Sutherland says that the six-year, $3.1 million funding commitment was the culmination of 16 years <laughs> of preparation and planning by the group. How powerful are these stoats? I'm pretty certain I could just pull out a, wheel out a whiteboard, draw a tall weasel, and then like crosshairs over it and be done for the day. Crafty motherfucker. Just a big gun with a question mark. I'm imagining that this is kind of a chicken run scenario where the, <laughs> the stoats have all banded together are using ingenious methods to thwart the humans. Do they have a hilarious British accent? Are they I like, can only assume. I don't want to be a pie. <laughs> I'm imagining a bit of a... Um, stoat I don't pie. want to be eradicated. <laughs> I'm picturing a Looney Tunes, Looney Tunes type situation. Where um, the where co-chair Oliver Sutherland is in the Elmer Fudd role, <laughs> and the stoat the stoat is in the like Bugs Bunny slash Daffy Duck are type you, role. Are you going to do any of those voices or what? <laughs> uh, no, you guys know that I've already spent far too much of my day thinking about uh, localizations of Looney Tunes names, and I. <laughs> Frankly, I don't know if we can get into it right now. It I feels will. like you want to get into it. I, I no, feel I like don't. I would just like one Elmer Fudd voice would really tide me over for the rest of the episode. <laughs> sort of saying something about stoats. <laughs> oh. oh, Elmer Fudd. Oh. No, I can't do it now. Was that your um, Elmer Fudd? Oh, Elmer Fudd. Oh. He's like, no, fuck, which to, one is Elmer to, Fudd? I was trying to conjure the Elmer Fudd laugh, you know? It's uh, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so they say that thanks to Predator Free 2050 Limited, Rata Foundation, Marlborough District Council, the New Zealand Lottery's Grant Board, <laughs> and landowners, I feel like about 90% of New Zealand was involved in the process of eliminating Stokes. Uh, uh, Weta was involved in there. <laughs> oh. Peter Actually, Jackson personally, like Peter Jackson's production the company. <laughs> <laughs> they let them borrow the cars from Fury Road, and they've been driving around firing flamethrowers at all the stones. Or wearing so, uh, golem outfits, golem makeup. These forty-five groups of people, we have the opportunity to reverse the history of wildlife loss on Rangitoto Kite Tonga slash Derville Island. That's the the cracker ass version. What's the issue with stoats? That's what I have to say. So here we go. Um, The 16,782 hectare Marlborough Sounds Island, the fifth largest in New Zealand. It's, well, it's free of ship rats. (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) Thank God. I've just turned around to see like dozens of of (laughs) rats streaming off off our ship. (laughs) Okay, so these are all the things that they are already free of, which is great news. Um, they are free of ship rats. Norway rats. Oh, thank God. Possums and weasels, but stoats have caused the local extinction uh. of little spotted kiwi. Oh, no. Uh. Uh, uh. Yellow-crowned kakariki and South Island kaka. I, I'm sure 
the pronunciation of these is <clears throat> being butchered terrifyingly. A lot of accents over a lot of these letters. Uh, they threaten an important population of South Island long-tailed bats. Well, you don't want to don't want to lose your long-tailed bats. You definitely no. don't. Not with all the. Uh, That's where we keep our viruses. <laughs> <laughs> Safely stored in the bat population for future use. <laughs> where, where no one will find them. <laughs> uh, removal of stoats would also increase protection for significant nearby nature reserves, such as Stevens Island, home to 50,000 Tuatara. I wonder what that is. Oh, that's that cool fucking lizard, right? Tuatara? It is indeed. Uh, a reptile endemic to New Zealand. There's Good also a brewery called that, I believe. And their name derives from the Maori language and means peaks on the back. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. Isn't that nice? That's beautiful. The island is... <laughs> <it's> just <laughs> Every sentence of this just conjures this image of like centuries-long stoat warfare. <laughs> the island is around 15 times bigger than other islands previously cleared of stoats. I mean, that is genuinely a very cool achievement. That's a huge increase in scale. Well, they're so little. They could hide anywhere, you know? How do they know that there aren't any hiding? They seem really they small. There must the be stoats anywhere. There could be stoats anywhere. Uh, a, a male stoat weighs 250 grams. Oh, they, seem, oh, they look so adorable. sweet. Just 19 like to 30 centimeters. <laughs> 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 oh, and uh, apparently they can hypnotize rabbits. So that's pretty cool. Huh. Huh. Can't oh. really show a video of that so here. So you send on. them in after the rabbits. Yes. But who will hypnotize the stoats? <laughs> you know? Who <laughs> <laughs> was, was the Pied Piper of the stoat population? Who really hypnotizes the stoat hypnotist? <laughs> um, so that's pretty cool that they have cleared... This Isle of Stoats. Uh, but I'm imagining they did this with a... Uh, mm, I'm going to say a big gun, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, buddy. This project uses a variety of traps. Uh-huh. Boxed snap traps, self-setting and live capture traps, and lures such as ferret and stoat bedding. Mm. And, and, very intriguingly, automated luring with an egg mayo mix. Excuse me? <laughs> like apparently, an egg salad? Apparently a, a, stoat, <laughs> a stoat cannot resist the lure oh, who can? of an egg salad. Oh, who <laughs> can, though? I'm quite intrigued oh. by the phrasing of egg mayo mix, right? Which, to me... You've already got some egg in there. Is that what you're going at? That yeah, straight up means right egg salad, though. I mean, what else could it be? To, to me, to me, you're taking mayo and and a boiled egg, and you're mashing them up with a fork. Mm, that yeah. is what this strongly implies. Which is, as Lucy says, it's egg an egg salad. salad. God, that makes for a good sandwich. It does make a good sandwich, doesn't it? Mm. We got any? Uh, people don't egg... have those so often these days. I reckon. No, I reckon. Uh, I reckon number one, people are huge pussies about everything. So <laughs> if you go into like a Seven Eleven or whatever, and there's a salad sandwich there, and there's a ham sandwich, ham and cheese sandwich. And then there's like the egg sandwich. For, I think I think people get the oh that one might have magically gone bad before the other one's vibe. I don't know why. Oh, but the egg the egg salad is always the best. Well, it's uh. I don't think I've ever eaten one. 
Really? An egg salad oh, sandwich? Yeah, I'm just going to go for the ham and cheese. What about a curried egg sandwich? You ever had one of those? No, oh, that's I don't a, think oh. that's a variation of an egg salad Jeez, sandwich. Damn. What are you even asking for? If you ever go to Japan, you have to get the egg salad sandwich at the 7-Eleven. It's the best food you'll All ever right. eat in your life. Oh, yeah. All that mayonnaise. Love it. Delicious. Anyway, stoats. Yeah, stoats they, they won't addicted just eat mayo. to egg mayo mix. They won't just have eggs. They need you to the prepare egg some eggs as mayonnaise and then prepare some other eggs normally and then combine them. And that's how you get a stoat. Mm. That's how, you know, as as you're peeling the shell off some of the eggs, a stoat will pop up at your window. Hey, what, uh, <laughs> what do you got on the go in there? It looks say, like you're making, I mean, I don't want to assume, but you got these, you, you've got the mayo out. Get your egg bowl. out. Go any mayo. Chance, uh, any chance of a little egg mayo mix in there? I don't know if you guys have a word for that, but... <laughs> <laughs> Now, also intriguingly, I don't know if this is intriguing as the egg mayo mix, but um, they will also be using smart detection techniques. For example, cameras. <laughs> that is smart. And DNA analysis. <laughs> and I think this is where you apprehend a start and then you swab the inside of its little furry cheeks. I'm, um, I'm imagining a uh, scientist, the lab. <laughs> scientist going out in his field gear and a little pipette. And just pipetting the tiniest bit of stoke cum off of a rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What? 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 Off the rock? I just. I, just, I need you to repeat what you said <laughs> that he's taking off the rock. I think Theo's talking about like the the little the little reverse eyedropper that you. I thought he said stoke cum, but I just <laughs> wanted. I just wanted to make well, sure. It just definitely stuck on the wrong. <laughs> 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 Well, I don't know if I've heard of a pivot so before. Is that what it is? Stoat cum? Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> want, just want to clarify. On stoat cum. Uh, I realize that both of you have some stuff to process here. <laughs> uh, yes, pipette and stoat cum. Those were those are the two things in there. Those are our They're takeaways. Both, both very troubling statements. Right, you know? got it. Stoat cum. Sorry. Anyway, take that back to the lab. Chug that in the stoke cum machine. <laughs> you using the stoke cum machine right now? No, no, no. The stoke cum machine is all yours. Oh, don't worry. It's just, no, it's, it's it's just stoke cum. I just have a little bit of stoke cum. <laughs> I've got I've got a bucket ready to go. You want to add it to that? And it goes in the big paint shaker. Oh, that goes in the stoke cum bucket. It's uh, just next door. <laughs> just need you to emulsify the stoke cum and also to emulsify these eggs into mayonnaise for the egg mayo mix. <laughs> And the machines are very similar. <laughs> Don't get them confused. <laughs> oh no no no! That's that's the egg mayo bucket. Not no. That's that's, that's right oh, next no. to the stoke cum bucket. <laughs> oh, the labels fall off both of them at the same time. Oh, oh they oh, look no. the same. Oh, no. Easy mistake. I did that. I made that mistake on my first day too. You know, we all do it. <laughs> we have One machine move. labeled stuff that came out of a stoke. The other labeled the stuff <laughs> going into a stoke. <laughs> <laughs> We absolutely have to move the stoat cum testing station out of the kitchen. I know that we're. we're I keep telling the bosses this; they just don't listen. It's a very oh, small. No one around here has ever heard the word cross contamination. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, so you know, congrats to them. I hope that they uh, do achieve <laughs> stoat freedom soon. Complete stoat eradication. As yep. CSE, that's Stoke Free 2050, baby. It can be like Dobby from H- Harry Potter. 
I saw somebody. Um, <laughs> I saw somebody on the internet the other day saying that um, they were like, as an Australian, I I feel bad, like I should keep up more with New Zealand news. And they said, but every time I do it, it's all just very like village newsletter kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I assume uh, this is the story dominating headlines in New Zealand this week, uh, which is you know obviously why we're covering it because it's important. Uh, well, the, the the example that they gave was like page three of the New Zealand Herald was a uh, girl <laughs> bitten on the ear by a dog on the beach. <laughs> oh. <sighs> but, you know, we can't point the finger what, with our superior media industry. I thought you were going to say our superior dog technology <laughs> industry. <laughs> <laughs> our superior um, cum pipetting technology. <laughs> Uh, field work is expected to start towards the end of well, this year. Well, industry's been largely automated now. There's no real jobs in Stoke anymore. <laughs> Speaking of automation. Oh. Yeah. You like that? Um, let's continue our Nature Corner. Except imagine, if you will, a remix of the Nature Corner theme, uh, but it also sounds kind of like the theme to The Terminator. dun 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 God, good stuff. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. It, there's there's no time signature to that song, by the way. Yes. There like, wasn't the guy just a guy that knew nothing about music, but also came up with a like crazy badass theme, and that's why Was there's he? no time signature to Is it. Is that I the tale of the Terminator it could Two be. score? It, it could be if you want it to be. Uh, <laughs> be sure to at. I'm Randy, if this information is wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm. He loves that. Or if you're the guy that wrote those themes, I'm sorry, Sid. Let's say you don't know anything about mm. music. You can also write to Theo at puntavista.com. And Theo will enter into a protracted correspondence with you. <clears throat> so this is from Forbes. Uh, apparently we're making robot dogs now. Like Poochie. <laughs> oh god You guys remember a poochie? My sister had one of those The thing fucking sucked eggs I wanted a poochie good. so bad A oh, what? Horrible creature Poochie It was like an inferior Furby He was yeah, a robot like... dog He did nothing Did nothing it, um... it, it had no personality Couldn't really do anything And it fu- Oh no They made them covered in hair now The, the oh. old ones looked like absolute fucking shit Yeah they look like a cyber dog they look like a dog that you would have sex with if you wanted to have sex with a robot dog. Huh. <laughs> let's just huh. let's dial it back. Um, let's dial it back <laughs> to the concept. Robot war dog is what I'm seeing in the notes. Let's continue. Robot war dog. My um, just on the electronic toys front. My kids um, they don't really have a lot of lot of toys that have like batteries and make noise and shit on account of. Why would I want them to have What are your kids' that? toys right now? Give me a paint me a picture. Uh what are they what are they got going at the moment? Um they're getting into like Lego as opposed to Duplo, you know? Smaller ones. Like Except fancy it turns Lego. Out, turns out that Lego costs like I think it's six thousand dollars a brick. Mm. It's so fucking mm-hmm. expensive. It's so fucking expensive. And I'm sure that a lot of people of um adult age have their own memories of like, ah, at my house growing up, we had a big bucket of Lego. Mm-hmm. We had a big milk crate full of Lego or whatever, you know. Um, 
Well, you wouldn't use like, a milk crate because the milk crate's got all those holes. It's just going to come tumbling down. Yeah. You know, they're more of like a plastic tub. You know that there's a kind of milk crate shaped container with solid sides, don't you? I don't think don't it's you? a milk crate. You're describing a box? Yeah, you're describing yeah, just a, a box, a crate, tub, just a crate. Classic, a classic box. Mm. I'm describing one of those and it's full of Lego. Uh-huh. Uh, full to the brim. Mm. Remember that that sound of raking your hand through to the bottom of it trying <laughs> yes. to find something? Nothing like it. Giving yourself slight hearing damage. Uh, so yeah, like it's you, you think to yourself, oh, I would love to do that for my kids. And then you're like, one small box of Lego, please. And they say, I will have the keys to your car now. <laughs> um, it's wild expensive. So, you know, we got them some stuff. They get, they get presents from people. So, we were doing a, doing a bit of Lego today. Uh, but they do have one or two of these things. Uh, battery type things. And God damn, you want to smash them with a hammer. Because <laughs> they're like, this is cool. And they do literally like two or three sounds. And that's it. Are they the same that's as it. what we played with those kids? Or not? There's no advancements? <clears throat> uh, no, not really. Other than the fact that, um, like, I guess the songs they play has changed. Uh, one of my children has a llama. Boppy the twerking llama. Excuse me? So I, just this want, is I, a, just, I need you to say the title again a, out loud. This is a different world. Boppy... Boppy the llama, Boppy mm-hmm. the twerking llama. Oh, there you go. Sorry, the the specific name is uh, the brand is Zuru Pets Alive. Boppy the booty shaken llama. Oh, and so it's a little, it's a little hairy llama, a little rainbow mm. haircut, and he gets his little hairy ass out. Yeah, you press the button, and it and it dances, and there's like three songs. And at the end of one of the songs, uh, the llama farts. And that is what the kids are all about. Wow. I thought when I was a kid that, like, kids in the future would be playing with, like, an AI robot. Like, something really it's a, it's advanced a, and interesting. Ass llama. <laughs> it, is a, it is an ass llama. And it's an ass llama. Yeah. yeah. So Fuck. that's what they got going on. Things about becoming I mean, a Catholic or something. <laughs> yeah. This is all and too much. So, like, the problem is that my wife is a sucker and she's like, I, you know, I want them to have things that kids... Unfortunately, the thing is that the kids want stuff that sucks. That's, that's reality because they're kids. Uh, in the same way that you might say to yourself, hey, kids like cartoons and animated movies. Time to show them some Studio Ghibli films uh, or whatever. And they're like, no, no, I'll be watching the Emoji movie again. Because uh, that's that's what they're about, unfortunately. So you know, uh, they enjoy the things that they enjoy, and they enjoy them by just playing the song over and over again, until you're like, yeah, can't relate I, with I, that. I will, yeah, not kill, like us. I will kill Bob. <laughs> We're so different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you get to pick. You get to pick the thing that you listen to over and over again. Yeah, not like anymore. A I'm, I'm, example, I'm a almost. Album. I'm almost thirty-four, so I don't get to pick that anymore. It's just whatever I used to live. Uh, listen to is now mm-hmm. what I also still listen to. <laughs> That's it. I'm stuck now. I'm in a uh, groove. Uh, and if you're Ben, it's uh, the album Sleep by Dope I Smoker. Mean, or is it the other way around? It's the other way around. But I mean, the, oh, the spirit of what you were saying was correct. Yes. Good. I Thank listened you. to it again today, actually. I also listened <laughs> to it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so who wants to tell me about these robot dogs? Well, Andrew, can I paint you a picture? I would love that. So We're in the middle of a podcast. There's no time. Well, and, and no one will be able to see it. <laughs> oh, Perhaps I'll use idea. my words as a brush. Or oh. someone else's. The, the words from Forbes as a brush. We are using the digital version of Forbes as a paintbrush. And now I've uh, really... Uh, I'm going to wiggle my eyebrows here. Let's describe <laughs> that because, again, using words. Um, I've painted myself into a corner here because the first <laughs> words here are in the brush. Now, this is a different <laughs> kind of brush that one might find in uh, some sort of uh, outdoor environment. In the bush. The sort of brush you'd find in the bush. Yeah, bush brush. Yeah. Um, behind the swelling columns of purple smoke, the quadcopter tracks the band of fighters. Their equipment is familiar at a distance. Armoured transports and infantry, all in the distinct Australian multicam pattern camouflage. Between stands of Red River gum trees trots the most alien of weapons there. A little dog-sized robot. <laughs> Happily bounding along with the mechanized infantry. Is it happy? Yeah. <laughs> well, we gave it emotions, and that was our first mistake. Can you call the Welcome. dog who is robot happy? <laughs> Welcome the, the main, to the, the robotic main... future of the Australian Army. <laughs> the most important quality of a dog that you want to replicate when you are building a false dog of this kind is the ability to recognize when it is being yelled at and yeah. to, to lower its head and look up at you no, like I, I think, its eyebrows. I think the number one thing you want is um, whenever it sees anything that might be a human at any time, uh, day or night, whether you're kind of like uh, sleeping or whether you're sneaking up on an enemy encampment, is for it to immediately and just incessantly start barking <laughs> for no reason forever. It's the quality of dogs that we've been trying to automate for years. <laughs> Finally done it. Uh, it. It thinks it saw a ghost two days ago and it hasn't stopped barking. So as far as I can tell, um, this is uh, we're getting the shittier version of the mechanized dogs that the Americans all decided that they thought were cool and then it turns out they're a terrible idea and no one wants a fucking weird robot dog that can uh, steady itself when you kick it on the side repeatedly for no reason. It's the only thing that they make them for is to just, like, abuse them during testing. Yeah, there's two things that happen, by the way. One is that it, like, almost keels over and it, like, steadies itself in a weird weird simulcra of, like, actual dog behavior. And second of all, a little uh, rage bar on the side of it increases by (laughs) one dash. Uh, towards an unknown destination um but they all the american ones they hated because they were all the ones that you know we saw on the boston dynamics videos and this is going back quite a few years now the big dog um they're all like gasoline powered at that point so you had basically this diesel generator on legs following you around the whole fucking time (laughs) Like louder than a motorbike, just the whole time. That, uh, but well, no, that's the part that I hated about them was when they would kick them, and like the <laughs> the legs would move quickly to keep up, and it'd be like <laughs> the little servos pumping away. Yeah, totally, totally useless. Like as a pack horse, we've got other things. It's it's. Yeah, I mean horses, horses. Yeah. for example. Uh, but no, apparently this is uh, this is a new one for Australia. 
made by Ghost Robotics, uh, and it's the breakout star of the Australian Army's new office focused on robots and autonomy. I assume um, this is what we're doing in between uh, building all those submarines that we definitely need? Absolutely. Well, we can get the dogs to build the submarines now. <laughs> once, once we work out how to give them opposed <laughs> thumbs. Ideally. And, like, this was one of the biggest struggles, I think, for me, like finishing up engineering education and then you go out and you look at the door uh, or all the jobs and it's literally like yeah you can be uh an engineer that builds dogs that we're gonna drop uh on a palestinian village somewhere right like uh, that's your career now because that's where the money is it's just mainly in making making dogs that uh you can hit a little button and they they do a cute little circle, uh, and then they fire a Hellfire missile 40 kilometers away into a, into a <laughs> wedding. Uh, and that's all of the jobs in Australia. So, uh, Yeah, but a- imagine when uh, whoever runs the Australian Defence Force has their Tony Stark-like revelation, and then they start using the dogs for nice stuff, you know? That's what the military is for. It's for yeah, good things, It's right? for good things. It's for nice stuff. They can yeah, get them... Put Put, little, putting a big uh, drinks tray on yeah, the back I was of the dog and having a walk around at a party. Yeah. <sighs> Which is, that's, that's all they're going to do with them is just what they immediately did with uh, R2-D2 in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> was just went, what the fuck are we going to... All right, drinks tray. <laughs> Straight away. It's like, that's it. We can get a flat surface on top of you. Except tragedy strikes when the uh, dog is serving grandma her nice tea and gets too excited, jumps on her lap. But the dog actually weighs 400 kilograms, <laughs> <laughs> crushing grandma immediately. Crushes her to death. Um, oh. So we have to look beyond the robot dog, though, guys. Mm. Uh, there's more automation and autonomy lurking in the rest of the machines. We could have uh, robot cats for the robot dogs to chase. <laughs> <laughs> could have robot birds for the robot cats. There's no end to it. And finally, and then, robot stoats to replace <laughs> the stoats with <laughs> Eventually, we finally reintroduce. Oh, my God. This is how Horizon Zero Dawn happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, they go on to, to jerk themselves off about um, a whole bunch of sensors and LiDAR and lasers measuring distances and all the shit that we're doing with self-driving cars um, because w- we, we need a reason to spend money on defense um, because we've run out of people to kill, uh, but... Budget's not going to spend itself, is it? Uh, so no one's attacking we, us except for the uh, Chinese five G virus. That's right. They are. They they do have. Uh, they've got the five G thing, um, and they've got horrible robot dogs. So mm-hmm. so cool. Shall we go on to uh, put a positive spin on this with the um, with the press release? God, I love a positive spin. They do love a positive spin. Um, so here it is. Um, Army, <laughs> just the definite article, Army? I'm yep. not sure. Yep. Uh, yep. It's One the same Army. way that Buster uses it in Arrested Development. Yep. I've been to <laughs> Army, mother. <laughs> <laughs> I was in charge of the robot dogs. Um, <laughs> Army has established... Robot dog. <laughs> a surprise. Uh, established an office within the Future Land Warfare branch of Land Capability. Sorry, Division. I just want you to. I just, future Land Warfare future Branch. Future Land Warfare Branch of, of land, land Capability, capability Division. 
Uh-huh. That's a definite, that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, to increase its adoption of disruptive technologies. <laughs> and of course, disruptive is just a made up word. Yeah, it doesn't mean uh, it anything. It didn't appear in the dictionary until 2009. Um, that just means that. you drink diarrhea tea. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because, like, disruptive as a made up buzzword is meaningless normally. Yeah, but it's like what. You know, it's when but, people are applying it to like, oh, we disrupted the taxi industry by making a different model that's never made any that money. Makes and no makes, money. Yeah. Yeah. But what's this disrupting? Like, disrupting mm. in the sense of we made a robot dog for warfare. Yeah. Uh, is it is it disrupting the fact that the army doesn't already cost enough money? Yeah, we're totally mixing up that model. We're making it more expensive. More expensive. Are um, they disrupting the use of real dogs in the army? Hmm. Like in uh, Call of Duty. You know? That's right. <laughs> Don't talk about Riley. <laughs> Don't no you idea talk what about kids Riley? Are about. Uh, the role of the robotic and autonomous systems implementation coordination office, and they boil that down to RICO. <laughs> Oh, just yeah. just pulling out They're, as many words as it takes to come up with something cool at the end. You cannot elide autonomous <laughs> systems into like no dot points in your uh, acronym. Uh, is exploration, coordination, and concept development using disruptive technology. And please, if you can... I know, so in your visual cortex, uh, because like I think visual and, and audio processing are happen in two different parts of your brain. So imagine... Mm. I'm booting mine up now. Yep, okay. I'm talking. So that's, mm. that's auditory processing. In your visual processing cortex, if you can just imagine a hand making the jack-off motion the entire time <laughs> through this article... Uh, you will be getting these uh, both so our stated effect and theirs as well. Um, so, uh, di- Director General of Future Land <laughs> Warfare Brigadier <laughs> Ian Langford. Can I can I just break in for a second and say uh-huh. there's nothing more beautiful to me than uh, knowing that the government of the country that I live in is dedicating a whole bunch of money to the concept of future wars the idea that mm. like yeah that's a cool thought isn't it they they seem you know like when was the last time uh you saw any interest from this country in like not being involved in a war well you gotta do something to fill in the time i really trust the director general of future land warfare brigadier i mean he's a brigadier of future yeah. land warfare so um, and the director general he's two things it's a two for yeah um well, I hope he's not spreading himself too thin. That's all. Well, if they fought <laughs> against, <laughs> if they were fighting against future war, and that's probably a pretty big conflict of interest, <laughs> considering their role. So, I'm I mean, that he's a, it's only future, future land war. warfare. I mean, where's the oh. director general of future sea warfare? Well, he's on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose he would be. I suppose he would be. <laughs> so glad we got that. robot dog. All right, so very little. Way. Very I'm sorry little use on a boat. <laughs> All it's uh, going to do is bark at the seagulls the whole time. <laughs> is this fucking dog going to do that the whole time? Uh, um, they didn't make an off switch for the barking. So, so the Rico was consistent with the CA's vision. I don't know what the CA is. I'm scrolling back. Not, not making any more sense. Uh, with the CA's vision of being future ready by looking for opportunities to integrate technology as well as becoming a more intelligent customer. 
doesn't this, mean anything. This was so, just written by like Mikey Miles. This was written by like an Instagram guy, curvy <laughs> wife guy. <laughs> <laughs> so when they say becoming a more intelligent customer, do they mean their own purchasing of yeah, water technology? I, yeah, and it's so weird because it, this is not you are not going down to JB Hi-Fi uh, to pick up like a fucking Wi-Fi antenna for 5G. It's, I don't know, it's it's very bizarre. It's weird language. It's very odd to me. Um, so the aim of the office is to build on the momentum of the Army's successes with disruptive technology last year. Again, we're not in a war. Nothing's, mm. there's nothing for them to succeed against. They can just do, you can just have a break. Well, they're disrupting. So that's, that's an activity that they're engaged in. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, I I just think you can have a have a little chill out. You can just calm down just for a while. You can just take some time off. Just take some time off. Just watch a movie. Give the army a year off. Give <laughs> give them a gap year. Gap year for the army. Let them let them suck a dick or something. I don't know. Just <laughs> <laughs> go to Bali. Just <laughs> fucking go to Bali. Just have a little chill out. Go to Bali. Braid your hair. How- Imagine how bad it would actually go if you said we're going to send thousands of members of the Australian Defence Force. <laughs> On I mean, holiday to Bali simultaneously. Would it be that different from the regular year at Bali? Isn't that just shore leave? No, just a lot more of them. <laughs> um, so this included the demonstration of the ghost robotics ground robot, uh, which is the dog, I assume, and the concept of optionally crewed combat vehicles. Uh, again, we're not in a Ock-Vies. war. Um, Ockvies. Ockvies. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the latest Ockvies? Pretty cool Ockvies. seen the latest Ockvies? Fuck. <laughs> Uh, they'll they'll use um, specialist personnel with armies total ag- again. There's no the there um, army with armies total work workforce uh, model to advance knowledge in artificial intelligence, quantum technologies, which Ooh. doesn't mean anything, uh, robotics and autonomy. These are all words that mean nothing, by the way. Like quantum technologies is a thing that you say when you when you're like. It's for, just for technologies. Yeah, just just really like <laughs> buying for time. As like, you know, you're a bit behind on the procurement documents. When you yeah. say army with a capital A, you're talking about the BTS army. And I don't think that that's something you really <laughs> want to be messing with at this point. Tangle with that. <laughs> you don't want to say yeah. army without a the in front of it. <laughs> give, give the BTS army. ICBS. Gibbs, the BTS Army, robotics. <laughs> and like, uh, like we, we all know that this stuff is all full of shit in, in all of the ways that you're describing, Theo. Disrupting, what the fuck are you disrupting other than your own practices, in which case you're just making changes. That's fine, you're allowed to do that. Um, but also, you know, what it's going to result in is what we're seeing here, which is to say, we spent $40 billion on uh, six robot dogs making them ourselves instead of buying them from overseas also they don't work and also we don't want to use and them and they're not even poochies not even poochies <laughs> don't play any songs they do not twerk um but like the alternative is also bad so let's let's imagine that the army actually uh, is extremely successful in developing uh, autonomous artificially intelligent robots that's still not good to me. It's very bad. 
That sounds like I think you're autonomous Skynet. robots are good. <laughs> they seem good to me. Are we a pro Skynet podcast now? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys, you guys remember the horrible day when the guy in Las Vegas got up in a hotel and he shot a whole bunch yeah. of people. He sure did. Uh, and then we all, like as a world, uh, just all in all at one time, all in unison, just went. Well, this is the time when we use robots to kill people. The time we'll just draw a little line in the sand now when we send in, and our response to to stuff now is we just send in a robot with a bomb, yeah, and that's just drone strike that hotel room. And that's mm-hmm. what we do now, right? We like that's, that's what we do now, and we've never had a shooting since. And you've just got a whole bunch of fucking jack offs because they've got nothing, to, no one to kill anymore, nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, uh, hey, you want to send in the fucking robot with the bomb? And that's and that's what we do now. Uh, except now the dog can like wag its tail before it explodes. So that's cool. That's right. Um, so they finish the opportunities presented by disruptive technology. And sorry, just. Mind you, visual aids uh, have to be understood <laughs> early if we are to exploit our capability edge, Brigadier Longford, Langford said. And I think really they have to exploit that edge because they're not going to, this is not going to climax to anything, mm. right? They're just going to be capability edging continually, mm. building mm-hmm. and building. Damn, you're so right. Capability release. Slowly building, but that's yeah, that's right. There, there will not be any release. It's just, it's not going to reach a climax. Uh, we're not gonna, we're not gonna use this for anything. It's just gonna edge, edge towards something. Just, just bit by bit, billion by billion. Mm-hmm. Keep going. <laughs> He's right to say this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, there's the in the movies like when when someone's making a phone call and they're trying to track them down, triangulate the spot. It's like we have to keep them online for 20 seconds. I feel like um, I can only talk about edging for less than 20 seconds <laughs> before someone decides to do something with it. So I'll just cut it there. We can move on. So you you have not been traced in this scenario. Is the trace saying? is not being completed. Okay. Just do <laughs> okay, so moving on from whatever that was. Uh, hey Robot dogs Robot dogs You know what it's time for Sometimes You gotta work on your relationship And that means That it's time for a little Little slice Of what we call Paging Dr. Lucy Oh, it's been a while since it's hit me like that. It's such a beautiful thing. It's outstanding. Absence makes the heart go fond. Shout out to whoever actually made the theme to the TV show ER. I'm sure we all remember George Clooney getting his big break on that show. Yes. Mm. Anyways, what do you got? (laughs) Old motherfucker. Uh, So... You know, sometimes hey, you get a little you get a little relationship problem between partners. Um, Lucy, I know that you're 
Your husband is there in the background. I don't know. If Listen, he's, he's uh in. he's listening to the podcast. He okay. he's reading the notes on the screen, and he has a notebook in his hand, and he's underlining the words <laughs> "Bean Lady is right" with like several underlines. <laughs> wow! I didn't even read this yet. It says, "Bean Lady is right. She is right to do it with the beans." And then it says, "Protect Bean" with several underlines. <laughs> okay. Quite a quite a bit of ominous foreshadowing there coming so from make sure husband of the show, right. Jesse. Uh, she is right to do it with the beans. She's right to do it with the with the bean. Okay, he, he's putting a thumb up. I, I've read it correctly. <laughs> it definitely says Bean Lady is right, like very strongly. Bean Lady is right. Okay, and not well, to pre-prejudice, um... you know. The yeah, mystery. that's true. Uh, but. We'll find out. Uh-huh. Let's see. Let's let's give it to the listener, and then we'll, we'll figure out who's right and who's wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this, as uh, now again, the premise of the segment is uh, we take a look at the requests for relationship advice on uh, one of the worst sites on the internet, Reddit, and um, we bandy them about amongst ourselves. <clears throat> Here it is. Hello. With all that is going on, I'm waving one of my hands around. <laughs> in the, uh, all of this. All all of this. Uh, Everything happens so much. Uh, With all that is going on, we have stocked up on supplies, including some canned goods. I ordered a few weeks ago 30 cans of beans, 10 are black beans, 10 are kidney beans, and 10 are pink beans. Pink beans. I I, I don't know what pink Mm -hmm. beans are. I feel like this is yeah some badly american maybe like a, a cannellini or a butter bean or something it's or obviously not maybe it's a white bean it's a white bean for sure okay it's a white bean continue okay is it a, like is it a european thing or an american thing i don't know i don't know why they're saying that i don't think so just judging by it seems like, to be baked beans that they're talking about it's probably a navy bean or it's a white bean but go on Mm. Uh, also, I ordered 15 cans of chickpeas. Mm. Um, I thought this is a reasonable amount of beans and chickpeas to have mm-hmm. every now and then and would last for quite some time. It absolutely is not a reasonable amount of beans and chickpeas to have. <laughs> I gotta say, we, we made a vegan shepherd pie recipe like a couple of days ago, and it is primarily like beans and chickpeas um, and the atmosphere in the house has been ruinous. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's, well, the it's not because of the farting. It's not a constructive <laughs> kind of amount of beans and chickpeas to eat. All right, so mm-hmm. there, there are other things in cans. There are other things in cans. Uh, other kinds of beans, for example. <laughs> I only just realised the other day that uh, There's more um, beans than I know. That Americans call chickpeas garbanzo beans. Oh. Garbanzo beans, yeah. I mean, either way. Either way, it's fine. Either way. However, last night I opened the cabinet because I wanted to make a vegetarian chili using two cans of beans. That's Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that's enough, but but all of the beans were gone. What the hell? All of the beans. That's a lot of of fucking beans beans to be gone. Heavy bean haul. I asked my girlfriend, and she told me she buried all of the beans in the woods. At first, I thought she was joking, but she explained, no, she had buried the beans in the woods. W-T-F? Question mark. I asked her to explain, and she told me she was afraid that, quote, if things get bad, (laughs) 
we might have to worry about, quote, looters or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And that the beans would be in danger. It's like just strange runes drawn in chalk on your front front oh. fence indicating indicating beans here. Someone's probably after the beans. <laughs> oh, Have uh, you guys hit the old beans house yet? Doing a bean heist. This is the big score. Uh, <laughs> it's upwards of 30 cans of beans. This is more beans than we can move. Got to hire a truck. Um... Uh, so she says uh, they might have to worry about looters or whatever. The beans would be in danger of being <laughs> stolen. Mm-hmm. The beans are in danger. Of all the things in the house to be like burying, burying my beans. Also, don't you, if they kick down the door looking for beans, don't you want beans there to give to them so that then they <laughs> take the beans and walk away? You should have more than your woods beans. You should have house beans and you should have woods beans. <laughs> These people are fucking stupid. Fools. I, Imagine how gestures. mad they're gonna be, mad if Jack and like, Apes. I'm with Theo the here. I could go to the woods to dig up some beans if you want. My woods I'm, beans are separate from my house beans. <laughs> I'm with Theo here, which is to say that number one, if I am ever being like robbed at knife point, and the person says to me, "Your beans or your life," <laughs> like, great, go go. What for a choice. It. Your life. Well, it's not even oh, like obviously your life because you pr- protect your beans. Protect the beans. <laughs> I look. I'm firmly on record as um, Jesse saying, is really underlining protect beans. He's circling <laughs> protect bean. <laughs> I'm I'm very firmly on record as a person where uh, if someone were to uh, mug me and say I want your wallet, I would go okay. I would far rather that than to be stabbed. You know, the idea of the idea of going, no, my pride will not permit me <laughs> to hand over this wallet with no cash in it because nobody has cash anymore. Mm. Depends what cash is in there or what beans are in there in this scenario. Do, does it? If you had it's going to be like empty your pockets and you have pockets full of beans. So if, so if a guy's got a knife <laughs> and your handbag has uh, your your purse with 500 American dollars in it and two cans of beans. What if it's not cans of beans? What if it's dried beans? You know, that's that's <laughs> like they're going to double in size. What if it's just loose, wet beans? If it's loose day? beans, <laughs> <laughs> you got to be like, uh, uh-uh. uh. I'm not going to be like, no, but I feel like I'm going to try to try to like manipulate it. I'm going to try to do like a, some, a Jimmy some David, some David Better Call Soul shit. I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to try to do some tricks. I'm going to, I'm going to try to do some slipping Jimmy. I don't realize women were so, beans. were so, like, possessive of their beans. This is why they're always complaining that, like, outfits don't have enough pockets <laughs> to keep your beans in. Uh, guys are always trying to get you to put stuff in their purse. And that's, you need that space for beans. <laughs> that's where my beans go. <laughs> so, um, so, she said that she, ha- she is freely admitting she is protecting the beans. Buried the beans. Mm-hmm. I said I thought this was completely ridiculous and unlikely. <laughs> she became angry at me and said she is, quote, protecting our beans. <laughs> According to her logic, the beans are safely buried in the woods behind our apartment complex. Mm-hmm. And if we ever need some beans, she'll just go to the stash and dig up a can or two. Mm-hmm. But she would prefer if we mm-hmm. save them all. For if things get worse. 
Uh-huh. I said, why only bury the beans? Why not bury our more valuable items? She said, the canned food was most valuable for long-term means, and since we get fresh food in our online grocery deliveries, it would make sense to continue to stockpile beans. <laughs> she intends to go and bury more beans in the woods every week. <laughs> This was too insane for me and I got very upset. I demanded to know where the beans were buried and she refused to tell me. Where are the beans? Tell me where the beans are. Oh, he's doing Batman voice. Tell me where the beans are. Where are the beans? Uh, Breaking off one of her fingers at a time. Where are the beans? She said that if I knew she was afraid, I would dig them up. I said, damn right I would. She said, quote, I will never jeopardize the beans. He's like, damn right I'd dig up those beans. I crossed the line and said that she was out of her mind and she stormed away. I like the way that he's crossing the line. Yeah. I mean, he is. He's the crazy one here. You are starting to sound a little weird about this beans situation. I think he's being crazy about the beans. She's fine. He he is gaslighting her. She's being fine about these beans. I think it is completely ridiculous to bury the beans in the woods, and I want to find them and dig them up. But apparently my girlfriend is taking this very seriously. How can I convince her to tell me where the beans are? (laughs) And do you think I should convince her to get therapy or something, or should I break up with her? I'm so confused. Is this normal for a girlfriend to bury beans or otherwise hide them? <laughs> Too long up on didn't WebMD. read. If you My have girlfriend buried the beans in the woods and will not tell me where they are. <laughs> classic, classic stuff. I honestly, look, weird behavior, certainly, to emphatically insist you were right to bury the beans. But also, I think it's kind of insane to get this worked up and this urgent uh, to need beans. Mm. I need the beans. beans. Where are the damn beans? Buy some new beans. Calm down. Go get some beans. I would be so mad if I was like, you know what? I've had this real hankering for ramen. And I'm going to make some ramen for lunch. And I know that I've got plenty of ramen. I just bought... um, I did very recently go and buy like three big multi-packs of good ramen from the Asian grocery place. And it's starting to get cold. It's soup season, baby. Oh, hell yeah. That's right. Mm. Uh, and so I'm like, hey, it's ramen in me for lunch. And I open up the cupboard. There's no ramen. And I'm like, where's the ramen? And my wife says, oh, I buried that. <laughs> I buried that out in the woods. And I'm like, cool. Even if you were like, fine. But also, I want ramen for lunch. And she's like, well, I guess I'm going to have to go out to the secret place I won't tell you about and dig up one one packet of ramen for you. All right. But, I mean, it's clear that this guy doesn't take the beans seriously. I mean, you're talking about ramen <laughs> and this guy's talking about the whole quantity of beans. And it's clear that he does not understand the concept of bean. There is, to me, there is an obvious solution to this issue, right? And I'm gonna put Bury the blame. More beans. Bury I'm, more no, beans. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the blame on the the lady in this situation. <laughs> oh, typical. 
Yeah. Yeah, it is. Classic women, women be stashing beans in the woods behind the apartment complex. Oh, it's um, only women. It's only women who are stashing <laughs> the beans. All right. Okay. All right. So, so I think I think that what would have really helped soften the blow of this is if she had have said, she doesn't even have to say it beforehand. If she had have gone, look, thirty, well, forty-five cans of beans. Once you include the chickpeas, mm. I'm assuming she buried them too. Um, so she's she's said, you know what? I want to make sure we've got some some beans in reserve. I'm going to bury forty-five tins of four kinds mm. of of tinned bean out in the woods. Mm-hmm. What you could have done is just said, I'm going to take like one or two cans of each and leave them in the cupboard and bury That's all true. the surplus. And then he's like, oh, I can make my chili. Hey, what happened to all the other beans? And you could be like, baby, I'm keeping our beans safe. That's right. You've she should've, she should've got lower quality beans. She should've got those baked beans, navy beans. She's like kept some baked beans for a day-to-day life and just buried some, the like the higher else. value beans. For sure. You can't, <laughs> you can't <laughs> the highest protein beans. Yeah, you she should be have buried the higher value beans and just kept the the baked beans, and then it wouldn't be, it wouldn't have been an issue. You know, this is this is what communication with your partner sounds like. You know. Yeah, it's in the same way that like you know you wanna you wanna have uh, if you eat meat and you've got like uh, meat in the deep freeze, you know you mm. wouldn't put it all in the deep freeze. You have one or two things out that you can use while they're. While they're fresh. That's and then right. when you want something for later, you get out and you defrost it. That's right. You, you keep your good beans <laughs> and you bury half of the good beans. This is what disruption sounds like. <laughs> this is this is how to compromise in a relationship. Mm. You mm-hmm. know, you keep That's some right. of the beans out, but not so many that a marauding bean gang could take exactly. all of the beans at once. You're so right. And that way, that when they say to you, give us your beans, you say, oh, no, you're taking all of our beans. But it's not uh, all of they, your beans. Yeah, they take like three or four cans and they're like, well, I guess that's all the beans these right. bean poor chumps have. They have no idea how many beans you have buried in the forest. That's right. You never let on. You never let on. Because if they come in, there's no beans. They're going to be like, where are the beans stashed? <laughs> Right. Be so Where mad. the fuck are your beans? Where are your fucking beans? <laughs> How's Thomas beans? With me. Hey, oh. you fucking prick! Where's your fucking beans? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I think they're both a little in the wrong, you know. <laughs> what do you think, Ben? <laughs> I mean, I I think yeah, you don't have to put all your beans in the same hole. Uh, you can certainly <laughs> have some at-hand beans, emergency beans, and then the, save the rest for when the shit hits the fan. Diversify your bean holes. Oh, absolutely. Mm. You want one tin of beans in the roof, one tin of beans in the cupboard, one tin of beans underneath the floorboards, uh, one tin of beans sort of in the drawer on your bedside table, so just in case there's an intruder at night, you can get to the beans easily. You can store beans anywhere. That's one of the stack, great stack things them up behind the row of books in your bookshelf. They're so Perfect. easy to store. They uh, really are. I just that's. I mean, I assume nearly everything that's written into Reddit relationships is entirely made up for laughs. But every now this and then, one's you real. Have to ask yourself, yeah, <laughs> why? No, this has to be real <laughs> for sure. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Bean wars, you know. Mm. Bean wars. <sighs> Men are from Mars and women are from Venus, you know? <laughs> women are from Venus. 
Oh, very silly. Hey, if uh, if you got a relationship problem that mm. you need diagnosed by a podcast that talks for a little too if long, if someone don't come, came into your house and they were like, "It's your life or your fucking beans," <laughs> and you have a problem, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> if a uh, if a marauding bean gang came to your house and your husband immediately gave up the beans like way too quickly. He mm. didn't even try and throw them off the scent. And you're starting to wonder, are beans even important to my husband? And you want some advice. You can write into mailbag at buntavista.com. We will take your questions. Uh, we'll, we'll try and sort it out for you. We will get on the metaphorical blower and sort it out. We will. Um, so as has been going on for quarantine time, we are still continuing to make all of our our Patreon bonus episodes free on the free feed because, um, frankly, everybody's stuck at home and they need some shit to listen to. Mm. Um, but if you would like to support the show in these trying times, you can go to patreon.com slash Vista. Um, that also gets you access to our Discord server where you can go and be harangued by a hooting horde. And that's like four cans of beans. That's like a can of bean each... Of any variety. I mean, it's like cannellini, kidney, black. Love a kidney bean, man. Love a kidney bean. Mm. All right. Well, uh, that's it for us for this week. And Ben, would you like to leave us with a statement of good vibes? Oh, well, yes. Um, So... In a previous one of these, I said, uh, you know, don't stress yourself out too much with this idea that you've got to be productive during this time because you're spending all this time at home and whatnot. Uh, and I stand by that. You don't, you know, if if you're unfortunate enough that you, or fortunate, depending on how you feel about it, that you've got some extra time now because the way things have shaken out, you don't owe anyone doing anything with that time, do whatever. But I reckon we're getting kind of to a nice enough point of time where maybe if you maybe try and do like a short free internet course in something try and like i looked at one day on uh doing color grading for video editing because that's something i don't really understand uh but i thought and i don't really plan to do mm. any video editing but if i learn that maybe i can learn to do color it's a great processing idea. better for you can learn half of wine tasting on coursera go for oh, it oh yeah how did that go did you keep up with your your course that's great i got to the point where he was like Go and buy 10 wines. And I was like, how much money do you think I have? <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. It was good. You can learn to taste wines and be real fancy. Yeah, I'm going to try and build a sideboard. Oh, there we bloody go. Or a credenza, if you're an American. Oh What's that all about? Garbanzo no this, idea. credenza that. They're all over was, the place. Uh, <laughs> I was accessing some of the free knowledge on hatesiteyoutube.com. To, to see uh, how I could use my my router to do um, dowel jointing oh. in place of a drill press because I do not have a drill press, but I do have a router. I almost bought a drill press just before everything went to shit. I was so close. I wish I wish I'd done it, but I don't know. Have, have you got now, a plunge so. router? I don't. Oh well, you're fucked. Yeah, I'm fucked. Totally basically, fucked. but that's the, that sounds great though, for yeah. you. It is. 
So there you go, folks. Uh, get yourself a little education. Maybe maybe learn a little more about beans. So that when the time comes, you know where to invest your money. Uh, the oil market is crashing, but beans, way up. Thanks for joining us. And uh, I think we're going to... I think we're going to pull up the old anchor and sail away. Thanks for having us on Stoke Free Island. See you, everybody. Oh, <laughs> <Stoke. laughs> <Go> else. <laughs>